0: Love, not the world. Nothing is more offensive to God, nothing is more criminal, more abominable, than love for the world. Loving the world violates the most sacred relationship of the soul with God. The purity of spiritual adulterers departs, and the shame of illicit intercourse exists. Friendship with the world is heaven's greatest crime and God's greatest enemy. That, my friends, was a quote from E.M. Bounds. Well, hello everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Now, This journey of obedience is what James is teaching us in chapter 1, verses 19 through 25 today. And it is all about—the Word of God is all over this passage. It referenced in verses 21, 22, 23, and 25, not to mention verse 18 from the previous episode. In verses 1 through 18, we tried to answer the question, How do we respond to trials? now the question in this section is how do we respond to truth the truth of god's word based on james 1:19 through 25 there are qualities needed in trials our first quality needed is we are to receive the word of god humbly Let's read verses 19 and 20. 19 says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift or quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Here James is saying basically to hurry up and listen, but James also, tells us to be quiet or slow to speak. Now, with that said, we must be humble as we approach the Word. Sadly, too many times we approach God's Word talking and not listening, don't we? Don't we often come to God's Word thinking, here's what I want it to say? (laughs) Don't we often come to God's Word looking, to justify ourselves? Question mark. You see, the flesh is not quick to hear and slow to speak, but it, it, the flesh, despises to listen and is anxious to argue. Now, we hear a verse like Luke, chapter 12, verse 33, where it says, Sell your possessions and give to the poor. And we're already thinking, now how do I get around this one? So I would submit to you that God's people throughout history, instead of humbly listening to God's Word, His people have resisted it. Now this kind of behavior was the response of God's people to the Old Testament prophets who proclaimed His Word also to Jesus when he spoke the words of the Father, and also to Paul after he preached in the synagogue. The crowds in Lystra stoned Paul and dragged him out of town in Acts 14, verse 19. So, seeing what happened in Scripture to those people who proclaimed God's Word— now, that would make you reconsider as to being a preacher, wouldn't it? You see, those who proclaim the Word of God don't often end up popular in the world, do they? James tells us to be quick to hear in verse 19. In verse 20, God is telling us that our anger isn't going to help facilitate any approval from God. Then in verse 21, he tells us to get rid of all moral filth and evil. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word. Huge understanding there. The implanted word which is able... To save your souls. My friends, let us not forget in the Gospel of John, the first chapter, it is telling us that Jesus is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, John says, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him, Jesus, nothing was made that was made. The Word, Jesus, thinks so much differently from the world. James tells us to put aside the sinful and selfish ideas of the world and come humbly to the Word. The second part of verse 21, James talks about the Word that is, here it is again, that is planted in you. And with that said, we need to understand the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 31 to grasp what James is referring to when he talks about the implanted word. Jeremiah the prophet was speaking to a people who were not living up to God's law. In fact, they couldn't keep it. But Jeremiah gives them this promise— the promise of, get this, the new covenant. Jeremiah 31, 31 through 33, it says, Look, the days are coming when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. I will put my teaching within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. So God puts his law on our hearts in Jeremiah 31 and Ezekiel 36 says he puts the spirit of God in our hearts and the spirit of God through the word of God moves us this is the language of James chapter 1 18 through 21 God has planted his word in us And our hearts find life in this Word. Like the blood that flows to our hearts, we need this Word following in and through our spiritual being. My friends, the Word is Jesus Christ. And the Word saves us. And we need the Word daily. Now don't miss this next part as the language here is so, so powerful, emphasizing how we are not saved by working but by receiving the Word and how that Word planted in us then moves us into action. This is the heart of James. We work and put our faith into action. Yes, but we do this by the Word at work in our hearts. The Word has given us life in verse 18. As you accept this Word and humbly submit to it, your soul experiences the depths of salvation. Don't underestimate the power and the importance of the Word of God question for you. Do you long to receive this word? If you do, that is good. It should be treasured and a cherished possession for you. If it is not, then get the filth and evil and worldliness that are drawing your affections away from the word that saves you. Most of all, Receive the word humbly. I say, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you humbly. We come before you asking more of you and your word. We ask that you live in us. Father God, I pray that every listener here today loves not the world because that is offensive to you. Lord, we just lift you up wanting more of you. This is not a works thing. This is a loving thing. This is a a thing that only you can provide. Your word in us moves us. This is not about works. This is about your word in us, and because it's in us, Our faith works. We thank you, Lord. I I lift up every listener right now, wherever they're at, around this world that's listening to this podcast, that they would humbly come before you, Lord, seeking you. Lord, we do this in your precious, precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. My friends, It was a good one today, and I loved being with you today. And I can't wait until next time. But until next time, I'm Neil Parks.